Hello, welcome to Positively Perfect, where we encourage all people through a self-investigation, awareness, and acceptance to achieve their individual and most critical positive desires. With your host, Akindale and Digibankole. Let's get into the show. This week, we're going to be talking about loneliness. So I'm just going to give you a brief definition real quick. So this is sort of like a, a you know, like a psychological definition. Uh, so loneliness is defined as a distressed experience that occurs when a person's social relationships are perceived by that person to be less quantity, uh, less in quantity, and especially, especially in quality than desired. So that is the sort of definition of loneliness, according to, you know, it's like a more of a psychological definition, not necessarily, you know, you know, just that, that, you know, uh, not, 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 Webster's. A general, not a general use, for example, exactly like a Webster's yeah, dictionary yeah. definition or whatever. Yeah. So do you have any, uh, you have any takes on this? No, I, I agree with that. Actually, I think, uh, clearly what, whatever, whatever, percep- I think whatever, um, our role in society is, whatever we perceive that role to be or what the society, uh, what we have this, or like a social contract of the way we are supposed to be in society. Once we feel that um, we uh, whatever we're doing is not adequate to fill to fit that role, or if we feel that we are less than that role requires, there's a sense of loneliness because we we feel separated, you know. Although I think it's a different type of loneliness though, because I think um, uh, that I think that there are other sides to loneliness. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we're either going to be to be uh, accepted in community, you know, um, by you know, based based on this alter ego that we've created for ourselves in, in mm-hmm. how we live in society, or we're actually um, and in that case we will not be lonely in terms of the society, for example. We're now part of the society because we are, we are fulfilling the role of this alternative or false person that we have generated over time. Okay. So as long as we're fulfilling the role of this false person, then we don't consider ourselves lonely because we are being a part of this bigger community. We are, we are, we are doing what we need to do with them. They accept us because we fit mm-hmm. in the role that they expect us to be in. Okay. But I think by so doing, we are now separate from ourselves. So I think there's a reverse loneliness because our true self is actually lonely because we are not actually there. We are not, we are not accepting our true self. We are not, um, we are not doing that, which is more important than valued by our true self. Uh, because okay. we have talked in the past, we have talked in the past about, um, you know, um, the, 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 the difference between the true self and this false self. And the yeah. false self is the one that has been pushed on us, you know, since we've been a kid. You know, it tells uh-huh. us, you're going to be this and you're going to be that. You know, so when you go into this environment, you're going to be the, you're going to behave this way. Mm-hmm. And all that shapes who we are eventually this becomes this alter ego, this alter person, this alternate person 
that we become. And the more that we emphasize this alternate person, mm -hmm. less we really look at our authentic true self. So we begin to diminish who we really are. So for the longest time in our lives, our true self is actually alone. It has been lonely because we've not accepted it. We've yeah. not made it priority in our lives. All the values and things that actually matter to that true self, we're actually not helping to manifest. So we've been taking care of this alternate fake false personality mm -hmm. or this persona. And so then when we talk about loneliness, I think we're often talking about the separation of this persona from society, as opposed to talking about our true self. So when our, our persona, this fake person, is separate from society and the society now rejects it, or we start realizing that we don't actually want to be this persona because we're beginning to recognize our true self, all of a sudden mm -hmm. that persona is inadequate. And that means that that persona now that we've taken on for all our lives now is not in a, in a, in a proper community that it belongs because we are not fulfilling the role of this alternate persona because we are now rejecting it. And by rejecting that persona, mm -hmm. we're essentially rejecting the community that wanted that persona in the first place. I can use um, an example. Uh, for example, let's talk uh -huh. about um, like maybe a, a religious community, for example. Okay. Let's say um, there's a belief that this religious community has about different issues, moral issues in the world. You know, okay. but then one of its members begins to say, wait a minute, but I actually don't believe this. I don't believe that that moral dilemma should be viewed in this particular way that this religious organization wants me to view it. So the moment that person begins to question, you know, the validity of what they're doing with this other group, this religious group, all of a sudden, they begin to separate themselves. Mm -hmm. And once the, the larger community catches on what this person is doing, that this person is separating, they begin to now mobilize and separate from this person as well. Sometimes this separation takes a long time. It could be very philosophical, emotional, psychological. Mm -hmm. So there's separation happening, even though they're all together in the same room. But they can all feel this separation. And so this individual now is becoming alone. You know, so there's loneliness happening with this individual. Yeah. However, okay. the other side of this loneliness is that this individual is beginning to actually regain some of his true feelings about whatever the issue is that they were questioning. So no, me as, a, as an individual in my authentic self, I actually don't have the same feelings as this group. Mm -hmm. So now we're beginning to question the, the you know, the, the, uh, the dogma that this uh, um, alter ego has taken on. We begin to question that dogma and, and begin to pull back from that. Once we begin to pull back, 
we are no longer this full, you know, uh, uh, alternate persona that we've created. We're beginning to chip away at this alternate persona. Now, often people may not even know where to go. They just know that they're not believing this or they're not, this alter ego is no longer working for them. They may mm -hmm. begin to actually create a different alter ego. However, sometimes they may actually be reaching down into their true authentic self. And in this case, they're beginning to, to pay attention to that true self. And my, my uh, feeling is that loneliness is a symptom of not being our authentic true self. Because if we are being our true self, we'll be happy and content. And when we are content, we are not looking for anybody else to tell us how to live. We are not looking for anybody else to tell us, if you don't live this way, you will not be accepted. Yeah. Because I'm already accepting myself for who I am. Yeah, you had, you had thought. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I, I, can, I can agree with some, uh, most of that, I would say. Um, the, the idea that you're, um, that you can feel lonely within a bigger group, you know, like let's say for that example, right? Um, for that example, where, you know, there's a religious group um, that a, an individual feels like he doesn't believe in this particular thing and starts to uh, feel isolated. Um, in, that, in that example, they would feel um, the pain of the lo that loneliness, you know, from the isolation uh, because of that idea. Um, you know, obviously, you know, some of these pains sometimes go away, sometimes they don't go away, you know, depending on what the situation is. Uh, in your example, you said that the person uh, did not believe in this thing and decided to go uh, in a different direction, uh, thus isolating himself, and then eventually finding his own, another either another group of people or whatever to um, to communicate with in a way that uh, is uh, fulfilled that person. Um, I think that one of the things I think is very interesting about loneliness is, and that's something I did not know before this, is that loneliness is a, um, it's like a biological um, effect on the, it's like, it's something that is like biological. It's not, it's, it's sort of akin to like hunger because um, the pain that you feel from, you know, or, and or the desire that you're, that you feel um, when your stomach is growling, that you want, you want food, when you feel loneliness, you need uh, social interactions in the same, in the same way. So um, with that being said that I think that, you know, it, it's sort of a, it's sort of inherent in our, in our biology that we are just, that's sort of how we're wired is to continuously be seeking out this kind of uh, interaction with other people. So, um, yeah, so I, I think that, you know, 
I don't know if I would say that a person would be uh, uh, extremely devoid of loneliness if they, well, I don't know, to be honest, maybe, but if they were to completely be, um, uh, if they were to completely be uh, happy with themselves, I'm sure like a lot of things would kind of dissipate. You know, if you, if you felt at one with yourself, uh, or at, at peace with yourself a lot of things would probably dissipate for you right. but i think that you know inherently connection with other meaningful connection connection with other people is uh the cornerstone of our societies or, or uh, our us as humans you know are right. like that's that's one of the things that we sort of require uh in order to not feel lonely you know right. Yeah, I, I think um, I think um, um, the the idea of um, of being lonely, if you're in an authentic self, you know, um, I think would not make sense. Yeah, except if we're not paying attention to the self, then the self seems that this it, this we we seeking it because we, we are part of ourselves right so that when we are not paying attention to ourselves we are we're not authenticating who we are as our own authentic individual then we we keep wishing we're we're wanting to go there but we are we are stopped from going there by the alter ego that we create and i think this alternative this alternate pers persona that we create uh, is a band-aid yeah. So if we go from one, we leave one situation uh, of this alter ego. Sometimes we go. We actually probably more often we go to another alter ego. And in many ways, it is possible that we already have three or four of them already. Anyway, you know, mm -hmm. they sort of overlap a little bit because there are similar things that most of these um, uh, human groups do together, you know, the way we say, oh yeah, you say this and you don't say this, you be this way, you move this way. So there's something that's probably overlapping in many of those different groups that we are part of. But I still think that we go from one, so even if we let go of one, we jump onto another one, you know? And so so that we, we jump onto another one so we can kind of um, uh, cure the loneliness that we felt from the first one. But I don't think we totally, we totally cure it. At the very beginning, it'll seem as though because it's new, you know, when we get to another one, it's kind of new. We have this new relationship until we realize again, it's the same old news. You know, we're just not happy here because whatever they're doing, whatever they're trying to tell me to be or, or how to think is not meshing with who I am. So I think when we begin to get away from a particular ideology or a particular way of thinking, this, this box that we've created for ourselves, I think we really should immediately start seeking the true self. Because if we don't seek the true self, we're going to take all of who we are, you know, and go dump it again to another group or into another thing and begin to create that group also. And begin to create that ego so that we can fit into that group. And again, we have that vicious cycle again, you know, this, you know, uh, never ending cycle of um, stress, unhappiness, you know, this pit in our stomach when we feel lonely again, you know, um, 
And I think once we recognize there is a true self and there, there are all these different ego, you know, uh, that, that, that we actually, these different ego states that we put ourselves in so we can survive in different environments. If we can at least be honest about that, maybe our goal is to start seeking that true self because as we seek the true self, we'll actually be able to be more forgiving of ourselves in these other groups because we'll know, you know, hey, we, I know that I don't believe this. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to fight them over it because I'm happy with myself. You know, I'm here for now. And, you know, with this group of people, I don't have to be here forever. You know, um, after, after so, so long, I'm going to leave and then I'm going to go be myself. You know, I, I think being able to have room to be able to go back to oneself as often as possible, be it through meditation, letting go of all of the schmutz that we have around us, you know, with all these boxes that we create, that we step into. If we can just step away from it and just be by ourselves, you know, and begin to find ourselves and find who am I? What are things that matter to me? You know, and then begin to do those things. So I can begin to create more happiness in my own situation. Now I understand people may say, but wait a minute, but wouldn't that also foster a different type of loneliness? I think, I don't think it'll foster loneliness, but it may foster being alone. And I think being alone is different than being lonely. Because I think being alone is more a choice. Being lonely is not something you can choose because it's, it's forced on you by the rejection, either rejection from yourself or rejection from others. You know, then we, we get into this psychological state of loneliness that then becomes a stressful state that then goes into our bodies. You know, and then we feel it almost like we feel like we feel hungry when we, when we have hunger. So I think something is different. It's different being lonely uh, and being alone. And I think, um, but I also think when it comes to the self that the true way, this is my opinion. I don't think there's, I'm, I don't know if there's anybody out there that's already done any work on this, but I really think really the, the, the real way, the ultimate way for human beings to actually be in community is to be in a community of people that are also accepting of themselves and accepting of others for who they are. So in other words, we are not in a dogmatic box, but we are in a more mutual, mutually accepting you know, uh, environment that says, I see you, I see who you are, and I appreciate you for who you are, you know, and I see you and I accept who you are and I accept myself and you do the same for me. See what I'm saying? So, so I think it's different as opposed to where we go into this alter ego state and everybody in this community, you know, it could be religious, it could be secular community. We're all going by some, you know, some criteria that has nothing to do with any of us. And so the only way that we socialize in this alter ego state is by all of us following this creed that has nothing to do with who we are authentically because it's the easiest way for us to maneuver, to, to move around, around one another. 
But when we have to be our true selves, that means that I have to be able to share with you who you are, and you have to be able to share with me who I am. You have to be able to hear it. You have to accept it. You have to know that it's completely different from who you are. And you have to be okay with that. It takes a little bit more work, you know? But we are doing this mutually for one another because I accept it for, I accept it for you who you are. It eliminates the, the loneliness that may come from me not accepting who you are for real. Once I accept you, then you don't have the loneliness. And you accept me, I don't have the loneliness. And then, and then, then we go our separate ways again so that we can commune with ourselves, so we can keep accepting ourselves and keep re reaching deeper for our true authentic self so that we can have more happiness. When we meet again the next day, we share again further who we are individually and accept those so that we are not in this vicious cycle of loneliness. We eliminate the loneliness by accepting one another and we cultivate happiness by really embracing who we are individually. So I think it's possible, but I think it's a lot of work to do because to be able to have everybody in the whole world reach this type of um, uh, state of happiness and, and no loneliness, that we would have to really, you know, uh, really talk to either the leaders or ourselves in all these different alter ego states that we have created to say, you know, this is not good for us as human beings. How can we eliminate this alter ego state? And then let's replace all of this with the authentic self, acceptance, and real true communing with the self, be, being at one with the self so we can be happy. You know, and, and we accept happiness of the individual as opposed to conformity. You know, so that's, to me, I think that's where I see this loneliness as a symptom of something very, very major that we need to shift in all our societies on earth. And I think there's no society today that's not pushing everybody within their society into some box so that they can find a way to survive and live together as opposed to really truly thriving. We're only surviving, we are not thriving. Yeah. I'm not sure if you have any other thoughts about that. Um, uh, I mean, what's going through your mind right now? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 uh, you know, it is possible. It is possible that when we're in this um, alter ego state, because for most of us, we've been, we've been like this all our lives. You know, you, you don't remember not being this person that you're carrying around. You don't remember that. You know, since you were a kid, we drummed it into you who you are. <laughs> you know, don't sit down there, sit over here, do this, do that, you know. I mean, it, I remember very, very vividly, there was a time you must have been maybe like one and a half you know, and 
in Sacramento, and we had this in our apartment, we had this very long, long corridor, right? And uh, you, you, you won't remember that particular space, but, but, but the incident itself was very uh, telling. And so, um, you know, you are, you, you are always exploring, you know, you're going to toy, whatever, you, I mean, you just explode all the time. And so, um, but then I said, you know, Deji, it's okay, sit in your room, you know. Uh, no, I, I didn't say sit in your room. I said, Deji, sit down. Because you, you were, I wanted you to just calm down. Anyway, so you sat down and then all of a sudden you are not in the living room. You are down the hall in your room, right? And I thought, huh, that's interesting. Digi's all the way down in his room. So of course, I'm assuming that you got up, that you stood up and walked over to your room, but you didn't do that. You actually sat down, but you dragged yourself all the way you dragged your butt all the way into the bedroom. So when I looked, I said, Deji, and you kind of tilted your head as, as if to say, uh, I'm still sitting down. You know, I mm. conformed, I'm sitting down, but you moved. Mm. So it was clear that what I was trying to hint at wasn't just that you should sit. I wanted to control your entire, entire physicality in that moment that you couldn't move from that spot. But as a child, you were still able to filter through to say, the only thing I wanted as far as you were concerned was just to sit down. I didn't say anything about not moving. So you didn't have, you didn't automatically just filter all, the, all that out. You still held on to the fact that you had freedom to move. So you moved, but as time went on, we added more, more, we layered more onto, onto the indoctrination, you know, and started shaping who you are, you know? And so now you have no memory of when all that happened because it happened when you were really, really small, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think we all go through this. And so now we've developed this alter ego that's absolutely nothing to do with who we truly, truly are. And so, of course, it's hard to imagine that that's not who I am. It's so when, when I say, oh, but I'm lonely, I think, I don't think it's my alter ego that's lonely. I think it's me that's lonely. But because I'm not even living my true self anyway. So granted, yes, the alter ego is lonely, but perhaps it's a good thing because it finally says, actually, you don't belong here anyway. We just didn't know that in the first place. And the moment we started, you know, to, to sort of be ourselves, you know, and then the larger community, they too being in this alter ego state, once they started seeing that, oh my God, Deji is now trying to be himself. You know, they're not gonna say it in those words, but they see that you're being something different. Now they begin to ostracize that person, yeah? You know, and you you yourself begin to see, okay, babe, actually I'm I'm thinking differently from these people. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm not believing just like they're believing. I'm just a little bit different. And in little ways, as you begin to have the freedom to think for yourself, you begin to chip away at this alter ego. Now, unfortunately, if we don't know how to do the work of really getting to the true self, I think it's possible 
that one may actually just glom on to a different alter ego that maybe maybe serves a purpose a little bit, you know, or you know, we recognize some of who we kind of are in that particular alter ego, but for the most part, it's still an alter ego. It's not fully who we are. So we can glom onto that as well. So that's kind of where I think perhaps some of the difficulty that you I'm assuming that maybe, you know, uh, to be able to articulate that is that you're maybe not seeing the difference between your alter ego and who you truly are. And they may be actually very close. So I do not know that. Um, I mean, uh, I guess, um, I guess really it's a, it's a conversation about uh symptoms not necessarily because i mean in this in this conversation i mean it feels like a lot of it could have been summed up by saying um if you just knew who you were then you wouldn't feel lonely <laughs> yes yeah yeah right yeah. yes exactly although although i think the reason why a lot of times is it's not it's not as simple as that is that because people don't walk away and then just say, oh yeah, I'm gonna go know my, my real self now. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that like that. I mean, I think yeah. number one, even believing that is, right. is an, element, an element that you have to sort of work up to. So believing right. that all it is, is that you have to just know your, your true self, whatever that is. Right. And a lot of people, you know, I think there's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, um, not not buzzwords it's not quite the word but there's a lot of like no one really knows what that is not not nobody there's some people who do but there's i feel like there's a vast majority of people who don't know what like because advice is like saying be yourself okay <laughs> i thought it was being myself uh, yeah yeah and so yeah. i think that that's like that's one of the that's one of the parts of what i what i guess i'm trying to like what I'm thinking about here is like figuring out exactly how to uh, talk about this in a way that people are able to understand in terms of mm -hmm. what is it that they're feeling right. and is, is what they're feeling actually loneliness? Is it something else? Is mm. it because a lot of the, the, the examples that you've, you've given are, have been uh, about a person making a choice to leave a group uh-huh right as opposed to a person going about their life and uh, -huh. uh maybe like slowly you know going away from the group or or you know there are certain things that happen within their, within their life that make them hyper aware of certain situations uh -huh. so not necessarily that like they're leaving a group willingly because they don't believe that what the group is saying but they have fallen out of line with what the group is, what their their group, um, what the rules are of the group. Right. And now they're feeling isolated. Mm -hmm. And it's a vicious cycle, like you said before, about isolation, um, uh, tension and sadness. I'm just going to read off this thing. Isolation, yeah. tension and sadness, focusing selectively on negative traits with others, Thoughts about yourself and others um, are more negative. 
mm-hmm. your behavior changes after that avoid you start to avoid social interaction and then you just sort of repeat that process over again with isolation tension and sadness so like when people are drifting away i feel like that's something that happens a lot mm-hmm. of and i think inherently you know it's it's a bio i think i think that some of these things are like when they're biological it's it's harder to reason out of them it's harder to reason out of being hungry because you <laughs> feel the pain of yeah. being hungry constantly yeah. yeah and so when you're going on a hunger strike you have to work out of being hungry now it's interesting uh, uh, and a couple of things that you brought up there mm-hmm. when it comes to the hunger the hunger part uh, during the holocaust Mm-hmm. They used to say that, um, you know, the parents, you know, like in the concentration camp, they would, they would give the kid bread in, the, you know, in their hand before they go to bed, just for the kid, just to hold that bread in the hand. And what it does is that it gives that child some comfort that there, there's food coming when they get up. Mm-hmm. By actually having, not that the food is going to go into their mouth, but to have the, that food in their hand. So I really think that once we know the solution is coming, the anxiety level goes down. The, solu- the solution of... So, so in this case, the solution okay. of that there will be a way to navigate so we can find this true self that can then full, that, that we can find happiness. Okay. That we will not be lonely. Uh, uh, okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 I understand yeah. the problem of how do we get to that true self? Right. It's very difficult. I mean, yeah. 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 I, yeah, I mean, that, uh, I mean that's that's sort of like a, that's sort of where, like, just I mean, just going back to the you know the it it being as though that's that's like the end. I mean, that, which probably is the answer, you know, but um that answer is hard to be good enough what do you mean when you're right. when you're in when you're when you're hungry saying food, oh i see what you're saying yeah food, yeah 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 food yeah. is coming yeah <laughs> it'll be here but it doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you're not hungry just like it's, the same thing with yes. that like if you're if you're feeling lonely yes um sure the the hard work of figuring out your true self is is uh maybe you know like um you know uh cauterizing the cauterizing the wound and then getting plastic surgery so it still looks seamless and maybe that's what it is but the it's it's not it's like a it's not necessarily what you're after like yes you're i think that the underlying i would agree that the underlying thing I mean, if you were completely content with yourself, and the reason I'm I'm thinking about this is because if it, there's like a Buddhist monk on the on the Himalayan mountains and they found you know one oneness with everything, they may not feel lonely. I don't know. I've never been a Buddhist monk on the on a the top <laughs> yeah. of a mountain, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, yeah. and and knowing that you know my that I am my own friend, you know, yeah. or I am I am uh giving myself but i think that even even if that is not the if if all we're doing is is loving ourselves and and getting uh good in that way i think that i don't think that it will 
completely, I mean, I don't know, but I don't think that it will completely take away the element of having meaningful connections with other people. No, I, I don't think so. In fact, I, I think I think it will make the, the connection even more meaningful. Totally. I mean, I, I think that that's, yeah. Yeah. That I think that, you know, once you get, obviously, once you go down a path where you're, you know, you're, you're looking inward, not only looking inward, but you're actively looking for those connections outside of you and, and, and developing yourself and your social life uh, into something that feels most comfortable. Obviously everyone's on a spectrum. Some people, when they're alone, they feel fine, you know, like right. I can be alone and feel fine, but some people, when they're alone, they're just immediately lonely, you know? So, and, right. and I think that, you know, there, there are some level where you can, you, where you can, um, get to where it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling more comfortable alone. I can spend more time alone and, or I can spend more time with people and not feel alone too, because you can also spend time with a bunch of people and still be lonely. Like being with people doesn't mean that you're not lonely, you know? That's right. So, That's right. Yeah, it, yeah. Because I, I think, um, I think also that uh, once uh, one is in alignment with oneself, you know, like, uh, you know, like um, we're choosing things that we do that, that matches who we are. Mm -hmm. I, I think it will be so much easier to actually to actually be happy, I think, you know. Um, and I think there's also an element of water in the garden, you know, like, uh, you know, the, you water the garden, you know, and, and the way we water the garden of our, of our self-awareness is to constantly go back, be it through meditation, you know, relaxing, stopping, mm -hmm. you know. And, and seeing who we are and completely accepting that, you know? And when you feel good about who you are, you, you. Uh, and I think when we don't accept ourselves, you know, clearly it is impossible for one to be completely in tune with oneself and not accept oneself. That'll be very difficult. There has to be an outside force that's causing that self-denial. Mm -hmm. And I think that outside force is part of that alter ego. Some other group, some other whatever it is that we've indoctrinated, that box that we that we lived in for a long time. So once once I let go of that box, for example, let's say that's possible, and I, I'm now truly just myself, I would have no need for that box. In fact, that box would literally be a thing of the past. I can almost objectively see that box and say, wow, it's hard to imagine that, you know, that I would, in fact, I would almost um, realize not only was I faking myself, but I was also faking the world as they were faking mm -hmm. me, you know? Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, no, I, I can, I, mean, I can see that for sure. I, I definitely do want to, um, I guess one of the things I, I kind of want to, especially with this, because I mean, I think, so one of the things I'm thinking about here is that that going and, and understanding who you truly are is is basically the answer for a lot of these things. Right. Do, do you feel exactly. sad? Uh, yeah, find who you are. Do you feel lonely? Find who you are. Uh, do you uh, feel frustration with the world? Find who you are. I, and so I think that like, I, I want to find something that is a little bit closer to the problem for them for the people who are watching or for us right uh -huh. that we, cause you know, uh, the answer is always find who you are. Cause once you, once you've got <laughs> there, you, it, it's over already. So, but like, so if this, if, 
this is the spectrum of like, you know, finding who you are. And then this mm -hmm. is the spectrum of like, this is where the pain is. Right. Because loneliness is a pain, you know, feeling right. frustrated and feeling um, or any other thing that we've been talking about. So, so like, may, may, maybe like uh, maybe a pain and uh, and uh, uh, pleasure or ecstasy, whatever, you know, the difference. between. Or I mean, you know, it's or to, I mean, the finding who you are, are specifically that's 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 yeah. like because the gotcha. conversation is living around here gotcha. i kind of want to pull it back to closer to, to, to where to, to where we where we really are now yeah where we are, yeah exactly because i think that <laughs> yeah. like a lot of us are can under can see yes that i need to you know like love myself is one one right. thing right i need to love myself practice self-love but like right. sometimes these words don't mean anything to people because it's too far away <laughs> Yeah, we can. So we have to, I, we have, it's like, I feel like it's bridging the gap is the important part of it. I think, I how do that. you get from one place to another, even mm -hmm. if it's, how do you get from the, where you are right now to the middle? So right. you're okay. You know, I think that, uh, I think the things that we can do tangibly besides, you know, uh, if the things that we can do tangibly, I think in order to repair what we've, what's happened to mm -hmm. a lot of us because uh, over a third of the entire population of the United States feels lonely regularly. Right. And everybody, uh, everybody feels lonely at some point, right. but the third, I, over the third. Yeah. And probably not a only thought, a thought that's not feeling lonely are probably on Prozac or something, who knows, whatever. That maybe, was. but the, the, um, the vast majority of, so people 45 and up, feel start feeling lonely more often mm -hmm. and people over like i think over 55 and under 24 those sides they feel they they're like the majority of the people who are lonely wow crazy so uh, i just think it's very uh very it's it's it, it's like a it is a one of the things that I, I think helps me a lot when i think about these kinds of things is that understanding that it is a biological like it, there's nothing that you can do about it in terms of like just like there's nothing you can do about hunger you always feel hungry when you're not full when you have no food oh, i stomach. see what you're saying gotcha so mm -hmm. i think that loneliness mm -hmm. is a, is something like that where you will always feel lonely if you don't have those those connections with people so i see what having you're those connections yeah. with people mm -hmm. is is important you know and, gotcha. and, and an alternative is is you know is feeling, you know, having a, a deep sense of understanding of who you are. Uh, but that is like, I mean, you're talking about like a 10, 15 year game with that, you know, it's like, that's, right, that's right. I mean, like, I, I don't know if you're there or not, but I don't, I know I'm not there for sure. <laughs> no, so, I don't think I'm there. I, yeah, no, but, 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 but I do see your point. Because, yeah. but, but, but I do see your point. I think uh, the idea you just talking about, um, um, you know that that that's true. That if we're on this on this extreme here, and we want to go here, where where we now we really self love, we really understand ourselves, we accept ourselves for who we are. You know, but pragmatically, we can still be on this side here, where yeah. you know you have a lot of community here. You know, mm -hmm. and so in in trying to weave how we live with community, we've all decided you know, by unspoken social contract, you know, how we, we push in, ourselves into this box. 
But I, I understand what you're saying is that we still need a social interaction. Mm-hmm. Even if the social interaction is not fully uh, um, authentic. I think that, that that's not necessarily what I mean because I don't, I don't think that I, mean, I, 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 I don't, okay. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe, maybe if it's, even if it's not uh, intentionally, uh, even if it's uh, not intentionally inauthentic, put it that way. Uh-huh. So in other words, so we don't mean to make it inauthentic relationship. It's just okay. by default that we just realized that we go to live together. So we created all these rules that created us into this false boxes. Well, I think that that's, that's not necessarily, I don't think I wouldn't, I don't know if I would consider that a, a meaningful relationship. I think that the meaningful relationships that you build, sometimes you get lucky and you are born into them, right? But yeah, other times yeah. you have to find them out. And the majority of the times you have to find them outside of right. yourself. But, but even, I think that even if it's even sometimes if the relationship is like, you know, up and down every once in a while, I think that that can still be a meaningful relationship. It doesn't necessarily need to be that like every single moment you're always, you're, everything's always great or whatever. But I think that like, once you've developed uh, more of a meaningful relationship, then it will sort of, it'll start to satiate you emotionally and on a, on that sort of level. But I think that sometimes we also need to have multiple of these things. So you're not, I mean, because like we, a lot of our, our wiring of our brain is from like 50,000 years ago when we were in like 150 to a 50 per people tribes. Right. And that's what it is, right? So like a lot of our thinking, a lot of our like, our uh, evolutionary, um, you know, evolutionary, things that have that you know are, are things or whatever i can't think of the word um wait, uh, the, the evolutionary process of 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 our, of our growth yeah. over time yeah. right so so like those those things um there was a specific word but it doesn't matter um so those things uh they you know they they're they're really coming from that that period of time and before gotcha. right so mm-hmm. our society does not really we don't like the things that we're doing are isn't helping us to get (laughs) to where we need to get to because it's we're like running on like you know windows (laughs) windows 95 and it's like you know it's like in we're in almost no windows negative fifty thousand years yeah exactly and we're (laughs) exactly we're running on you know we're running on uh, this brand new uh, this brand new like you know it's like this computer's running in this thing and it did and it just can't it, it doesn't, it isn't, it's not, it's living outside of its like normal parameters. So right. it makes it just difficult for us. But the thing that I think that we can do is just creating our tribes outside of it. And actually it's, it's interesting talking about this aspect I, I, right I now. like that. Actually, I like that. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Because even, even, even if the tribe is not able to, not everybody is able to get to that authentic self yet, but that we create a tribe that's actually open to this type of conversations that we begin to have yeah. these conversations. Totally. Yeah, totally. I get Or that. if like, you know, something else, like let's say you're really into finance or something, you know, and you have a, your own little tribe for finance and that's where you get to, you really get to express <laughs> yourself in that way. Absolutely. Or if you love, I don't know if you love um, shoes or something, you know, and you get to really talk about shoes and like the different types of uh, designers or whatever, but then that is like your little tribe 
-hmm. and you and you're probably you know it's like the like this thing here like you've got you know like this thing where you know you've got like like tribe 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 but that's you in the middle right right, yeah Mm -hmm. so i think that that's like that's sort of how i think that you know it takes time that the problem with that is it takes a little bit of time and takes effort to to build those things up you know so The but, other thing also is that it actually is interesting because I like the way you do that Venn diagram, because I think what it does is you in the center of it because you're connected, you 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 you're a member of all these different groups essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think you'll be one will be a more authentic member of each of those groups by actually being one's authentic self first. E- even sure. at that, sure. so, so, see what I'm saying? Because one can go in with you know, um, uh, you know, um, um, not being truly honest with themselves, you know, uh-huh. and then going to that other group and then they see that, oh, yeah. this person well, I mean, is I think actually... that that's, that's, I think that's part of it though. I think that like yeah. becoming yeah. more honest. Right. Cause I mean, if you're a part of, if I was a part of a dentistry club, it wouldn't really help me that. I would be like- Yeah, 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 totally. I see what you mean. I see what I mean, you mean but, because, so like, because yeah. it's specific to a particular right thing subject and issue yeah. I, I actually that's a good way also and i agree with you because when when it's just a, it's a group with a smaller subject not mm-hmm. all encompassing because i think what happens with the alter ego is that many of our groups mm-hmm. take too many things on within that group sure. that so many people don't agree with and so they almost have to get out of themselves to just glom onto this little alter ego pretending mm-hmm. that they all agree when they actually don't. Mm-hmm. So I think by having a, a group with just a small subject yeah. and, they all, and, they, and they all have that in common, they have no need to lie about it or yeah, to pretend course. about it. Yeah. I mean, I think that I, you, I, see, I can see that. I think you as, as yourself, like you will be filled up by, in, by interacting that. with all these, all of your different friends. Just right. So Dishrack. like, let's say, you know, you, you joined a, a debate club or something, right? Right. And you guys are talking about, you know, a bunch of debates and then you joined an opera club and you're talking about a bunch of different, and you're, you know, every once in a while people start breaking in a song and you're like, and then you have another <laughs> club where, you know, it's just, I don't, you know, whatever the other clubs, I don't know. Right. But like you, like, but each of these different things you have, like there's certain, certain things about them. And the, and obviously, you know, you can get into a club and you're like, I like this. I kind of like this club. This is interesting, Yeah. but it's not quite me, you know, and yeah. maybe you're learning a little bit something else of some about something else. And I, I don't know. So uh-huh. like, uh, and so, 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 yeah. so, so we, we could also find a niche even within that little group to say, you yeah. know, what? even though this little group, but that's not quite me because they have all this little extra stuff that actually, yeah. but this particular little thing here, there are three of us that actually, ah, let's, let's do our own little thing on the side again. Yeah. So, 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 and I actually, I like that because what you're really, what, what I'm getting from what you're saying is that it might actually take little subgroups that permits us to actually be honest and be who we are. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's as a, as a byproduct, right. As a byproduct, you may just start expressing yourself in the way that you always kind of wanted to, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, and and and, so. and I also agree now with when you're talking about fifty thousand years ago. You know, we, we were in this um, hunter gatherer, you know, yeah, type right. thing, and we could only muster one hundred and fifty people in our group at a time. Right. 
you know yeah. and i think the same effect you know because for example if i have a little niche group and it's 10 of us mm -hmm. i have another one over there we have 15 in there we got yeah. 40 by the time i get to 150 i'm getting to my max right yeah yeah you, you so, so it's really still have... the same yeah right yeah so so it's even though they even though they may be little subgroups but mm -hmm. by the time i add it all up in my own head i've got 150 200 now i i think i'm right there i'm good i'm fulfilled now you know i, I yeah. my, my biology my biological need through evolution is is meeting its criteria whatever that is mm -hmm. you know what I mean? yeah yeah totally yeah yeah, I, I can see that. It, that, yeah. that makes so much sense. But, I, you know, I think that, you know, another, another element of it, too, and this is, you know, as we're talking, you know, I'm thinking about this, but like, you know, you're, it also br brings up a practical way to begin to understand yourself a little bit more. Yeah. Because I think that that's one of the, because recently, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about, you know what, I need to start, uh, hanging out with more of my friends, you know, like, I, I feel like I've, I've been working a lot, you know, I, I'm not really, I'm not really like, um, I'm not doing any activities with people. Right. And I feel like it's, you know, affecting me negatively, you know, I, I want to, I, you know, do, you know, everyone feels lonely, right? I feel lonely sometimes when I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I like to hang out with some friends. So I think that by doing that also, you know, like, especially if you, if I'm learning new things, or if I'm learning, you know, getting into something that I haven't really got into before, like maybe joining a writing group or something like that, where, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, you know, you're going and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, and then you, you kind of figure out that, you know, I like this more or I don't like it as much. Mm -hmm. uh, but then sometimes by trial and error, you kind of figure out where your, your ultimate groove is, you know, um, mm -hmm. I was saying before, like a while ago that like, I, I'm always optimistic that there is a perfect combination for a person to uh, live their most ideal life, you know, and uh, with, with, and by doing all the things that they want, not necessarily like mm -hmm. by being completely rich and like, you know, in balling out and, and the Maldives every weekend, but like, you know, by doing the a certain amount of activities there's probably some sort of combination where they're like, they're the most happy, you know? Right. I think that, I think that that's probably true. I'm sort of all optimistic in that way. That I think that that's probably true. So maybe it's just like, you can start to develop these things like one by one. Mm -hmm. Be like, you know what? Like, I, I, I really, yeah, yeah I, I, I like, I like your thought about that because at the beginning it did, it, it is tempting to want an ultimate solution to mm. self to, to self understanding yeah, yeah. to ultimate so, solution to self love ultimate solution but there might not be that ultimate solution to go from here to here it may be just that's like just huge people can do it mm. but i like the idea of being a part of something just small like a little idea that i love mm. and find a group of people that actually do that yeah, yeah, and and that may also find its own subgroup, right? Until we whittle it down to know, ah, I love that. That makes me happy so much. Mm -hmm. Then I know that is one of the little little yod, you know, uh, of 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 who I am. Mm -hmm. I can put that in my ditty bag to say right, I know yeah. that's part of me. 
Yeah. And then I can do other ones. I, I mean, I, I, of course, I'm going to continue to engage in this one because I love yeah. it so much. It makes me happy. Right. right? And yeah, then totally. I go find other things over time. I begin to accumulate more. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like that. I, I, I like the way you're thinking about that because the only way we can chip away from this alter ego is mm-hmm. by finding that which is truly us. Yeah, and yeah. it may just be in little bits because automatically yeah. it'll just chip away at this this thing that's been on our necks for all these years. We don't right. even have to do much work with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's that. like it's like a uh, as a byproduct to turn. Yeah, sort of turns it, yeah. Out. it just kind of dissolves itself. Yeah, the one of the I things. That, so I did a I did a podcast with uh, Armand, which is my business partner. Um, for the people, I know you know who, but yeah, for the yeah. people who are listening. Um, and it was about, uh, leveling up your network. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the things that was pretty interesting about that was, uh, we were talking about sort of something similar to this, where it was like, you know, you, you find the things you like to do, maybe some hobbies or something like that. And, uh, cause a lot of times when you are, you have a network, right. You have your own personal, like your, your friends group, you sort of hang out with those people all the time. Right. Yes. And so, you know, they're, they're people and they all think the same, the same, right. they all, the, we tend to hang out with our cohorts, with all the people who think the same as us. Mm-hmm. And so when we do, you know, activities with these people, you know, and we hang out with their friends, it's just sort of like an echo chamber. Like everyone is a, <laughs> let, let's say everyone's a Republican or everyone's a liberal or everyone thinks uh, this way, or everyone thinks right. that way. So, uh, but one of the things that is interesting is that when you separate and you go and do something else, like uh, you join a sports team or you join a, uh, I don't know, like a, like you've just talked about, like a, yeah. a group for, you know, opera singers. Right. And you're, you're talking about like something very specific. It's like, you know, it's, it's right. this one little thing, but you, everyone has interests and, and, That's right. you know, so that if you're all joining for this one thing and you start becoming friends with these people, then you're outside of your normal, just, uh-huh. you know, just, just Republicans, just, you know, just that, that same example. And you have a bunch of different perspectives that are, that have their own lives, their own types of things, and maybe their own, you know, education levels or their own monetary, maybe some right. of them are rich, some of them are poor, right. Right. and you get a different kind of experience. And, and it's, inter- and it's yeah. interesting too, based on what you're saying, that when we get in such a group where you have this very, group that has this amazing, just really small thing that they share so well. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if they're rich or poor. Exactly. It just, yeah. it disappears because they just right. love this thing. Right. And none right. of, you know, and they don't care, you know, they, they're just there, they're happy. They yeah. forget everything else. Yeah, totally. I totally get that. And so then your network grows more because you right. are connected with people not based on your ideals but based on uh, the activities that you do mm. so like if you're all paying playing tennis you know like you're just ha- hanging out and you guys are getting because you guys are really into playing tennis and you're like all right gotcha. so yes okay if you do the backhand so let me see that again can you do that again and then so you know you guys are doing the same things and you're you're trying to crack you're trying to hone that craft and everyone's you know they're all have their same certain levels of of their um you know of their commitment for this particular thing right but like but by proxy you're hanging out with people who are not like you who could be i don't know better off worse off you know same 
but have a different kind of life, you know, all these different things. So it's just kind of an interesting thing to, to, to think about, because that's another byproduct of, of just like joining something like this, where you're just, you're just sort of hanging out with people. So. I learned so much from you. I tell you, it's just so good. <laughs> I do. By the way, six thirty. I want you to know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we gotta we have to end this. Okay. Um. So uh, we only had one uh viewer here, um, Olamana, but he's not here anymore. So, um, so do you have any final thoughts on on all this? No, it's just, uh, I mean, uh, I really like the nugget that I got from you just about really chipping at this in little bits, mm, you know, yeah. that we don't have to be, we don't have to want to do this whole big leap because right. we may not be able to do it, you know, that to, mm -hmm. to you know, uh, it's fascinating. I really like that a lot because it, yeah. it really gives us something that we can actually do in the moment. Yeah. We can actually take those baby steps totally. and I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 I definitely think that it's, um, it's, uh, there definitely is a lot to loneliness, you know, and, and there's right. a lot of, I think that the final thought on this would be that um, everybody gets lonely and mm -hmm. some more than others for sure. Right. Uh, and I think that a lot of um, the, one of the things that I, I think is difficult, especially when you're in it, being lonely is that it is like a, uh, it can be like a self-fulfilling uh, or self-sustaining um, type a of vicious, vicious yeah, exactly. uh, cycle. Yeah. Because you, you continuously, like once you are in this state, you are not able to really understand and read people the way that you were able to before. And you, you also take, you also take a lot of things more negatively, which also feeds yeah. back into you not feeling like you're wanted and it's, and you feel f further and distant and more distant from the people around you. So, uh -huh. um, but I think that, you know, once we, if we can start to reach out a little bit more and, yeah. and just like, you know, extending it out, I, I think it's, you know, if it's if people are really having a hard time with this, obviously I think they should see a, a therapist, you know, right, totally. um, so that's beautiful. But yeah, so that's, that's what I would say. That's my final thought. Um, so uh, we always do this every single episode. So what is one thing that you're grateful for, for from this episode? I think I'm, I'm grateful for, um, for you, actually. Um, it's almost as I feel like I've been stepped out of even the dogma of uh, you know, being able to reach this goal in one big giant leap, mm. you know. Uh, feeling that and to say no maybe we can't and I and I like that I really appreciate that a lot yeah, yeah. I that that helped me what about you yeah definitely I think that um, one of the things that I'm grateful for is um, uh, you did say something about um, and I think that this is this is a little bit more advanced right but understanding uh because i was having this conversation with uh, armand earlier but understanding the element of the of the for exactly how you said it but you maybe you'll be able to clarify but like you know you're separating yourself from the person that is in the box exactly i don't know exactly <laughs> how you you phrased it but um basically you're you're you know the 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 person that is going through 
the loneliness or going through any of these emotions or anything really um, is not necessarily you, you know? Right. And I think that that's, that's kind of, that's kind of a cool thing. Um, so that, I'm glad you said that. So cool. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into our show. We really appreciate you hanging out with us. I don't know if you know this or not. What's that? We do a live show every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Really? And if they want to get in on that action, maybe ask a question or something, mm -hmm. they should make it onto our website at uh, positivelyperfect.com yeah. for more information. Okay. You know what else they can do on the website? What else? They can watch the videos of our shows. Oh, that's good. That's right. If they wanted to put a face to the voice, we'll make it really easy for them, you know? And if they want to follow us on socials, we've got them as well. Oh, we've got yeah. Facebook and oh, Instagram yeah. at Positively Perfect. Don't forget about Twitter at the Positively. Oh, God, yes. Uh, you know, I think that might be it for our socials. Anyways, thank you guys so much. See you next time. Bye.